Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us and learn together and become even more adept and become a champion in your life. Welcome, everyone. Today, I have a return guest, my uh, personal friend, George Hazard. Hey, George. Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning, everyone, and <laughs> good evening and good night. Um, I know that people listen to this podcast at all times, all days. Uh, that's so, true. Uh, top of the day to you, then, sir. To- top of the day to you as well. <laughs> so welcome back to the show, uh, George. And I know in the past we talked about your journey with becoming a better healthier person and what does that mean well the last the last time we talked i was talking about maybe i was feeling like i've been going down the wrong path very very long time Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of my health journey so i'm not saying that i'm overweight but mark a couple years ago i know you you probably know i had a heart attack and that was my uh and Almost half the people who have a heart attack is, and that's their first symptom that they know that they have heart disease. And wow. half of them die. Half of them. It's something like 650,000 people every year die of heart attack. It, it's wow. just scary. And somehow, luckily, I dodged a bullet. And so it made me start looking for some other health alternatives that, that are going to help me go in the right direction. You know, over the last 50 years or so, I've been doing what the government says to do, cut down on, on red meat or go low fat and, and things along that line. All the, the what did they call that? The, the food pyramid yeah. is mm-hmm. what we all strive to follow. Over, and I'm talking about the rest of the country. We're all going down that same path. Right. But. Since that time, I found another path that is different. It really is different than the path I was on. And, of course, it's controversial at times because there's not a lot. I want to say there's not a lot of science, uh, scientific studies behind it because it's very difficult and very, oh, I don't know how to say this, it, there's there's a lot of people that are going in the direction I'm going in. Uh, the people I listen to call it the N1, a, a, a study of one. But you put a study of one together with thousands and thousands and thousands of other people, all of a sudden, things are looking like they're going in a different direction. And that I'm talking about uh, keto is what I'm talking about. Right. Keto is... Right which is low fat. But let me preface it first. You know, I said I, was, I tried a different path. And I uh, it was December 2017 that my wife and I went on a vegan diet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was dealing with high blood pressure. My blood pressure was running like 165 over 85. Wow. My internist couldn't, no matter what medications he put me on, get it down so i went on keto and my wife wanted to lose some weight and at the you same vegan time diet. You, you, you yeah, yeah yeah sorry mm-hmm. vegan so we started out vegan and uh she 
at the same time is dealing with arthritis. And, you know, she's having rheumatoid arthritis. So she's having these continual flare-ups that are just attacking her ankle or knee or her wrist or her shoulder. Never knew where it was going to hit next. And then, uh, so we went on the vegan diet. 16 months we were on the vegan diet. And unfortunately, my my uh, high blood pressure did not go down one iota. It's remained right up at around 165 over 85. And my wife, Martha, her she actually gained some weight. She gained five pounds over this wow. 16 months. And her arthritis never changed. It continued to have repeated flare-ups. So earlier this year, and I haven't been on keto that long, but I've been doing a lot of study because I came across that, you know, I've heard of it before, Mark. And yeah. when, you know, I always thought it was a fad diet, just like all the other diets that you hear about, they come up every year. But yeah. I, my son-in-law happened to be on it when I paid him a visit and my daughter. And it got me curious about it, more curious than I'd ever been about keto. So I started looking it up on the internet. So I, I Googled it and then I YouTubed it. But I found a lot of information about keto. And I found a lot of medical doctors who are doing keto. And I'm going, wow, there's something to this. So I started to watch even more videos, you know, YouTube videos primarily. And I came across a bunch of doctors that are doing this keto and similar and dissimilar reasons. Would you that mind sharing? Sense, um, yeah. Um, what, what I really appreciate about this is that if, 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 I he if I'm hearing your message is this, um, you had a heart attack. And that's yeah. a big wake up call, right? I mean, that's life. That's a life <laughs> to altering, say the least. right? Yeah. It's, it's life changing, life altering, life shaking perspective. And you know that, okay, if you don't take that, care of your health, nobody will. No doctor, no internist, no oncologist. I mean, no what? No specialist will ever care as much about you than you, right? Yeah. And uh, what's making me realize this, you know, I often in the past went to my doctor. He says, well, take this medicine, this medicine, this medicine. I think that's all I need to do. But ultimately, I'm the guy that's going to die if I don't find the right course. I'm responsible for my life or death, not my doctor. But let me back and, up for a minute, Mark. Yeah. Uh, I didn't explain what keto is. And keto is really short for ketogenesis. And that's where your body burns primarily fat instead of glucose. And when I say burns fat, I mean, in a keto diet, you're burning close to 70% fat, maybe 25% protein, and only 5% carbohydrate. So it's a radical difference because most people eat and 5% carbohydrates is probably, we, we look at it as around 20 grams of carbohydrates a day. A regular standard American diet, people are eating 320 grams of carbs every day. So and, that's less than 10%. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's 5%. So they we're really low. Right. Uh, 
But what it allows us to do is burn ketones. Our, the fat we consume are ver- converted into ketones. And those ketones are what we're burning instead of carbs. Now, when I say carbs, carbs, there's simple carbs and complex carbs. But, you know, once they get into your body, they all become one carb, and that's called glucose. They're all converted down. It could be rice or it could be um, teaspoon of sugar. And they're all turned into glucose. So and that's how your sugar, body will burn it. Cookies, rice, bread, yeah, pasta, candy, all of it, all of it, all of it goes, all of it com, com, comes to glucose. Yeah, things I love and you love, French fries, <laughs> <laughs> potatoes. You know, they're they're just full of carbohydrates. So it's it it sounds tough, but once you find out what you can eat on a keto diet, and it's primarily meat. Uh, and then then some carbohydrates it it's okay it, it it's more than okay we have delicious meals my wife and i right now so uh so i i told you i did all, all this research and yeah. i came across all these doctors that are that thoroughly impressed me with their knowledge and with their scientific arguments now i right. said Keto didn't have scientific research to verify, you know, a 10-year study to show uh, the effects of keto diet versus a vegan diet or a keto diet versus the standard American diet. I don't have time to wait, and I dare not wait because I want to make sure I don't have a second heart attack. So I'm going to look at all, all these individuals and what's going on in their lives. But I came across, the first one I came across, Mark, is a Dr. Eric Westman, and he's an internal medicine doctor from Duke University up in North Carolina. And in the video I watched of him giving, he he said he was frustrated with the number of patients who would come in and he would prescribe them their medications and and send them on their merry way, and yet over and over and over again, they would just get worse and worse. He would have to increase their medicines. Let's say if they're a type 2 diabetic, he might start them on metformin once they their glucose was high enough. And then once it went higher and metformin no longer did the job, they'd have to put them on insulin. And then it was increasing doses of insulin. He said it was really frustrating to see his patients continually progress badly. I mean, they just got worse, not better. So, I mean, after watching that, I'm going, wow, what is going on? Why why wasn't I on that path? And then I came across uh, Dr. Ken Berry. And Dr. Berry, uh, a younger doctor, I, he, at least his videos appear younger, but uh, I think he's been doing uh, practicing for around 20 years. But he was telling his patients that they needed to watch their calories and to take their medicines and to exercise. He was doing all the things he was telling his patients to do. And he said he all of a sudden ballooned up to 295 pounds. Wow. And and he said, clearly what I was telling my patients to do doesn't work. 
And so he started looking for alternatives, some other way to, to find help. And that's how he found the keto diet. Wow. That's and, amazing. Um, yeah, that's, it I mean, is. This, yeah. This doctor uh, most likely coming from a place of compassion and care, right? Uh, right. But it just... In fact, Dr. Barry says that that's why most doctors go into medicine. Is because they want to help people and, and get them better. But the, the track they fall into, unfortunately, is they end up just working with their prescription pads and, and they, they can't get their patients better. So he wanted to do that. Go ahead, wow. Mark. I'm sorry. Wow. No, no, that, that's, that's yeah. right. Um, so what happened to him? What, what happened after he went to? Well, if you look at his videos now, he, he looks young and he looks very fit. <laughs> And uh, he talks about all of the sciences of the ins and outs of the keto diet and how it helps. Now, let me point out that also along with the keto diet comes intermittent fasting. Because if, when I say that, that's typically eating in an eight-hour window and fasting for 16 hours. So let's say you finish dinner around 6 o'clock in the evening. You don't eat until noontime the next day, and that's 16, that's 18 hours right there. And then you eat from 8 or noon to 6, and then you close your window again. Anyway, during, doing it that way, that's called intermittent fasting, and sometimes you can even do one and two and three day fast. You can do even longer with no deleterious effects, no bad effects going on in your body. In fact, your body does better when it goes through fasting because it enhances ketogenesis. It enhances your keto state is what I'm getting at. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so that's you, the, you consume um, food on, 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 this, um, on this diet intake. Um, yes. Keto is, make sure is where you have yeah, low and, carbs. But there's also, also carnivore, Mark. It, and that's no carbs. It's virtually all animal products. But both of those cause ketogenesis. Ultra low carb, like 5% and carnivore and intermittent fasting. All three of those cause ketogenesis. Wow. And um, I, I just want to also remind all our listeners that we are not medical <laughs> practitioners. True. Um, this, is, this is not medical advice. Rather, this is an exploration a discussion of alternatives to um, to to different healthy lifestyles, and for Correct. any 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 uh, changes in your diet, in your lifestyle behavior, uh, you must consult with your healthcare provider. We are right. not in the business of healthcare; we are um, observers, and uh, we discuss different alternatives. That's what we do. Correct. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. Absolutely. I'm just a beginner here. I've got right. a lot more to learn. and well, But I, well, I, I'm I on a different path, as I told you in the beginning. And this is the path I happen to be on. Right. Yeah. And, oh, okay, so let me just, like, uh, as we go through this other doctors that you also researched. Yeah, I have three more I want to tell you about. If I may. Yeah. I, yeah. And we'll get to them. We'll get to them. Mm -hmm. What I want to ask is this, George. Yeah. What kind of food, like how, how, how do you go about, you know, creating delicious meals? 
you know what, Mark? Unfortunately, you know, I lost my my wife of 43 years about five years ago now. And and she did all the cooking in our house, and I never did any cooking. So I was, you know, when I lost her, I was left in the lurch. And, and I tried cooking for myself, but once I've gone keto here, I'm discovering that I like cooking. Wow. <laughs> and I, I'm just amazed at the things that I'm able to make. And, you know, I have, oh, I probably have 10 keto cookbooks now. But the primary meats, I'm doing chicken and beef and pork and fish. Uh, there's probably, uh, you know, I do shrimp and some of the others, but but those are the primaries, beef and pork. And am I missing anything? Now, my wife likes organ meat, but I can't. I don't like liver. <laughs> but But those are the primary meats. In terms of vegetables, we're doing broccoli and asparagus and cauliflower. I mean, I can make some wonderful cauliflower mashed potatoes and wonderful cauliflower potato salad. You would not even know that it's made of cauliflower. Of course, I laden it with butter and salt and pepper. So it really comes out well. And you'll so see that many many of these doctors that, that you'll look at that I'm talking about, they also talk about what foods they're eating. Yes, George. And you you have another physician that you have located? Yes, uh, a Dr. Jason Fung I came across also. And he's a nephrologist, a kidney doctor out of Toronto, Canada. And he had the same experience as Dr. Westman. In fact, because he was dealing with patients who were coming to him that were typically type 2 diabetics, that they were coming to him with almost end-stage renal disease. And he found it frustrating trying to to save his patient's kidneys when, in fact, he, he wanted to find a, a way to keep them from ever coming to him. So he started doing research, and he found keto also. Right. Right. But now he's a big proponent of intermittent fasting as well as a, a keto lifestyle. Both of those together uh, is making a big difference in his patients. So his, his practice is somewhat changed now. Right, right. And the, the okay. next doctor I, uh, I want to talk about, Mark, and, and that's mm -hmm. Dr. Bosworth, Matt Bosworth. And she's an internal medicine doctor. I've I think she's out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And her mother has lymphoma and had lymphoma. Let's put it that way. And she had to go through chemo and then the, it would uh, abate, wouldn't go away. And then uh, it would come back even worse. Her biomarkers were coming back worse. Then she'd do chemo again. And then the biomarkers would go down. Then they'd come back even higher. And higher, and her mother, her quality of life of her mother was just going downhill. And her mother just didn't want to do it anymore. So Dr. Bosworth started looking around, and she found keto through her research. And then that's what caused her to to switch keto, and she immediately switched her mother to keto. And uh, in doing that, her mother's been cancer free for four years, maybe five years now. Wow, it's just amazing. Yeah. Cancer-free 
yeah. because of Kiro. That's what she's. That's what she's saying is the <laughs> the cure for this one. Okay, I have one more doctor I want to share with you. These are sure. all medical doctors, and his name is William Davis, and he's a cardiologist, and he said that he had done thousands of upon thousands of angiograms, angioplasties, and coronary bypasses. And he said that he thought he knew everything about keto. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not about keto, but about heart disease. And then his mother dies of a heart attack. And then it, it just shook his world. This, in his mind, the so-called expert couldn't save his own mother. So he started looking for alternative ways, and he came across keto also. So all, all of these are nice proponents of what keto can do. And now there's a lot of things that keto is purported to be able to do. And by far, the most common one is diabetes. Right. Because diabetes is really, uh, within days, Almost all these doctors are reporting their diabetic patients once they switch them over to keto. Within days, their glucose has dropped dramatically. Their, their need for medications come off within days. It depends on how far into di their diabetic process they are. So some are harder to lower than others. But everybody goes lower on the, the keto diet. And that's what's so amazing. Even Martha's father came and visited us for a month. They came up from Colombia. And his daily fasting glucoses were around 140 every day. Of course, we didn't change our diet here. <laughs> we're keto. And so he ate what we ate. And within days, his glucose dropped, his fasting glucose dropped to 100. Wow. Just amazing. Just like that, within days. But in addition to diabetes, it's also purported to help with cardiovascular disease. And that's why I, I want to make sure that I don't have that second heart attack. So I'm and following Dr. Davis's book. In fact, he's got a book called Undoctored. And he's got all the nuances of what to eat and diets and any uh, supplements that you might want to take. So he's got a very good book on following if it's heart disease. Mm -hmm. I should point out that Dr. Fung also has a book that I went out and bought called The Diabetes Code. And so that's, if you're a diabetic, you, you follow his regime to help eliminate those problems. But the, all, all the books are very similar in that they all incorporate ketogenesis, trying to cure the diseases. Yeah. Ah, polycystic ovary disease. Of course, I never heard of it, but it's right. a, a female disease, uh, obviously ovary. Uh, but my wife, Martha, listens to a different set of doctors than I do because she's from Colombia and she likes to hear it in Spanish. And so she's been listening to Colombian doctors, keto doctors. And she, she has one of her doctors that she listens to who had... PCOS, polycystic ovary disease, for 20 years. This doctor finds keto and her PCOS goes away. So it, it's been re 
not just for this doctor, but many, many other cases where PCOS is cured by keto. Right. Now, there's a number. There's a whole slew of them, Mark. There, For instance, keto really got its start back in the 19, 1930s. A doctor came across giving people kids who had lots of epileptic seizures. He tried out giving them high-fat diets and low-carb diets. It's very similar to keto. They didn't call it keto back then, but he was able to substantially reduce their their seizures, you know, either eliminate them or reduce them greatly. And that's what and how keto got its start way back in the 1930s. And so since then, it's been rumored to help with dementia, Alzheimer's and even Parkinson's disease. Because they're all brain functions, and it somehow helps with the brain. So your brain doesn't necessarily need glucose to function. It'll work just as well if you're eating ketones or having ketones produced. Um, now, ketones or ketogenesis is also purported to reduce pain and inflammation. And that's what my wife, Martha, is striving for, to reduce the inflammation that keeps attacking her joints. That's that's a big one with her. See, we all have our own chronic illness. I heard just today, Mark, that I forget what the age, by age 50, 60% of all Americans have some chronic disease of some sort. By age 60? Yeah, or 50, some right in there. 60% have a chronic disease. So it's like, man, what are we going to do? In fact, I was going to say my next one is mood stabilization. You know, and and I have a, a Dr. Bosworth. I heard her in a talk she was giving. She says she doesn't put her patients on Prozac if they come to her with depression. She puts them on keto to get rid of that depression. So she's able to eliminate using her prescription pad. And for her, that's a big deal to reduce the number of prescriptions that they have to write. That's big with keto doctors, if they can reduce having to write those things. And I talked about carnivore and that's, there was a Michaela Peterson. I don't know if you've heard of her. And she's got a famous dad called Jordan Peterson. Mm, yeah. But I I came across Michaela giving a talk about having terrible, terrible arthritis, where by the age 19, she had already had her ankle replaced and her hip replaced. And her arthritis was just attacking all her joints and things were not looking good. And she was doing food elimination, trying to find the food that was causing her reaction that caused her so much inflammation. And finally, one day she went all meat. And once she did that, everything cleared up. Her arthritis went away. Her depression that she was taking medication for lifted. And she says, even if you're on medication and you're depressed, you know when you're in a depression mood. But she says once keto came along, or not keto, but uh, carnivore came along, that that depression all lifted. 
And she even threw in that her acne cleared up at the same time. And that was a big thing for her. She thought she's going to have to live with depression and and arthritis all her life. But once acne started getting bad, then she got <laughs> made it even worse. And of course, uh, cancer, I told you about Dr. Bosworth's experience. But Dr. Bosworth talks about the science of this cancer. And she says that cancer needs glucose in order to thrive and survive. So if you're burning mostly ketones, then cancer has a difficult time growing in your body. And that makes sense. It really does. You know, I, I test my glucose and my ketones every day, every other day, just to see how I'm doing. And my, my glucose runs in the 70s and 80s. And my ketones are running 2 to 4, 2.0 to 4.0 every day. So I know that I'm burning ketone and not glucose. Yes, my body still generates a little bit of glucose through the liver. But I think I've got it in control. So I'm hoping that uh, I hope they have cancer in control. And one more, uh, heartburn and acid reflux. Dr. Barry talked about having that for years. And finally, when he got keto, it all cleared up. So there's other cases, many other cases where they see that. But most people get involved with keto through, because they want to lose weight. Because because they hear it's a, a diet, and so they that's how they first get into it. But wow, you look at the research that's growing behind it; it's amazing, Mark. It really is. Yeah. So, what are the results uh, so far? If you could just recap for you and for um, your your wife, Mark. Yeah. Good. Thank you for asking. Because my my blood pressure that I'm doing has now dropped to uh, the last seven days. It's been maybe 125 over 70. It's just amazing. Over the last month, it's been 28, 128 over 72. So it, it's dropped dramatically in these seven months, eight months now that I've been on keto. Now, Martha has lost. 33 pounds, no, 35 pounds. And at the same time, her, uh, her arthritis, I want to say, has subsided. She now only, she was taking a Embrol every week to keep it at bay. And now she only takes her Embrol maybe every two weeks, every three weeks. And her flare-ups are far less often. So she's heading in the right direction. So what I, I, I guess I'm getting at is I think that we're on the right path. So it's working for us both in terms of rheumatoid arthritis and we hope heart disease. So it, it's looking good for us. And we are so grateful that we found this way. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it today. I really do, because I, I think it could make a difference in many people's lives if they just take a look at it. Right. So I want to remind everyone again that George and I are not healthcare pr um, practitioners. We are community members who are curious about exploring alternative and other options to 
um, effective food consumption and diet. We are not prescribing any advice or any medical suggestions. We are explorers. We are uh, discussion group members. Yes, I agree. In fact, uh, we're we're just learning. Uh, I'm reminded, though, Mark, when you were saying that, that I, there's two people I follow that are only engineers, and they always point out they're not medical doctors, but they're engineers. One, I think both of them are software engineers. But <laughs> being engineers, they have questions. You know, one came back with really high uh, cholesterol, and, of course, his doctor wanted to put him on statins, but he had questions. He said, wait a minute, this, that makes sense, and he started doing his own research. And all of a sudden, he's he's getting more questions behind the questions. And this other one, that was, uh, oh, I'll tell you his name in a moment. The other one is Ivor Cummins. And he got funded by the Irish uh, Hearts, Heart Foundation. It's a nonprofit. And uh, in his, his boss had a uh, cholesterol calcium score, or calcium coronary score. Sorry, I mispronounced that. And it was it came back very high after having good EKGs. All his blood markers were all got good, but a elevated coronary calcium score indicated that he was at very high risk for heart disease. And he said, "How's that? How's that? How can that be? Everything was saying I was in good health, and then something comes along that says I'm not." And it, it got, what it does, what it means for us, is that we can ask questions too. So our first question I want everybody to ask is, what is keto? And let me look at it for a minute and, and see what other people are saying. So I, I encourage others just to just look it up on the internet and you'll be amazed. Look, it's look there. for yourself. Ask questions of your healthcare provider. Ask questions of yourself. Ask questions for, uh, is this the results that you want? You want better results? What other options you have? So it's 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 about asking questions, better questions, asking questions right. behind the questions, right? Yes, and Doctor Davis says you can become smarter than your doctor. You know, you got you got a chronic issue. You can be smarter than your doctor at this issue. You really can. It's all at your you fingertips. Own, yeah, you you only you own your body. <laughs> you have to make sure that you are owning the decisions, right? Your doctor right. is not going to own the decisions. You're responsible. I think that's the message that we are truly getting at, right? You are responsible. Right. Exactly. No, we are no responsible. Yeah. Well, thank well, you. We can wait George. for those final studies, but yeah, you're yeah. very welcome, yeah. Mark. I'm glad. Yeah. Glad yeah. we had a chance to talk. Yeah. Thank you for coming again to you our bet. recording um, recording location here and doing yeah. this podcast re um, interview with me so people can ask questions for themselves and and see what's out there. So thank you for the, your research, for your time, for your mm -hmm. energy. And I will, uh, if anyone would like to get in contact with you, what's the best way or <laughs> I'm just a learner, but uh, georgehazard at gmail.com. I'd love to talk about keto. 
or or carnivore or intermittent fasting. I want to see a conversation started in Central Florida. Uh, as Florida well as anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, I know you right. have a further reach than I do, Mark, but right. we need more local conversations to get this thing going. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, it, thank Mark, you again. it has been my honor and my pleasure to be with you. Well, you're a good friend, George, and I always uh, like talking to you. And I want to now talk to everyone who listened that this is a Speak Brave podcast. We are um, we try not to live in fear, right? Because when you live in fear of what if this will happen or that will happen, I think it paralyzes you and it robs you and it kills you, I think, slowly. And what we are after is about having a better quality of life right here, right now. And I think it starts with facing uncomfortable questions, going deeper. And you have helped me and us to do that. So I want to encourage everyone to find better questions, find the voice to ask the better questions, find your courage so you can speak brave. Essentially. Thank you, George, for speaking brave with yeah. us. All right. My pleasure. Thank you. And we'll, we'll, we'll see right. you. We'll, we'll talk to you next time. Okay.